Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1 Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. Andy Hart in the house on this full tang Tuesday night. You can join us at 617-779-7937. Watch the show on Twitch. Just follow WEEI. And uh, you can watch all the programs from 6A all the way up until 10P. And you can join the program, 617-779-7937. So a little Celtics break here for a moment. Jeff Van Gundy. Mm. Hired by the Celtics as a senior consultant. Sounds like a pretty fancy title. Yeah. You know, someone's a consultant, uh, especially a senior consultant. Not a lot of junior consultants, though, necessarily. No, only, I mean, I would take it. They give that out ever? No. Oh, I'm a junior consultant. Like, oh. I, Didn't take enough classes or what me. Yeah, probably. But, like, what do you make of Van Gundy, who, of course, was a head coach for many years, but he's been in the media forever. So the, he last coached in 07, 2007, yep. for the Houston Rockets. That was a long time ago. It was. Of course, famously with the Patriots Knicks. were undefeated back then. And now, say, that's um, a long... Now they're not. Now that's... they're defeated. No, that is a really, really long time ago. But yeah, famously with the Knicks for a while, went to an NBA Finals. That was in the lockout year. Phil Jackson probably wouldn't give him credit for it, but uh, went to the Finals and lost. They were the eight seed that year. And then was in Houston for a bit, and mm. then was... Uh, the, the best broadcaster in the business. You like him that much? Love him. He's fine. Oh, God. How can you like Romo and not like him? I don't know. Romo just seems like more of like a... I, I'd, I'd want to hang out with Romo. I didn't ask that. Oh, that's why. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I I'd like I'd want to hang out with Romo, too. I don't want to listen okay. to him for three hours on my football broadcast. Yeah, he seems like a bud. He seems like he'd be Van one of the Gundy, guys. I'm not sure I'd want to hang out with, but I do want to <laughs> listen to him for two-plus hours on my basketball broadcast. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, he's definitely... One of the better guys they have, I think. Well, he's out of work games. now, so he's well, not he in consideration. No, that's true. True. I wasn't a big Mark Jackson fan. No, he like, stinks. That yeah. That is what told Why me Van Gundy, Gundy was good. <laughs> yes, he carried yeah. Mark Jackson's ass. No, I guess I guess that's probably true. But uh, coming back as a senior I love it. consultant. I love it. All right, why? So you just said it, and I think this is something that people um, – don't really consider it's like oh when when did he coach he's been out a long time he has not been out he's been more in than he was when he was in yeah he's seen more players and more teams players than before, coaches probably. teams yeah. organizations questions answered because i also think at some point in there he became safe he became not jeff van gundy circa 2010 where people are probably like oh, are you angling for my job are you angling and then it was like you haven't coached in a while you're just not going to coach again Okay, you want to talk? I'll tell you exactly how we scout. I'll tell you exactly what we do, what I think, how, uh, how we build our organ- I think the knowledge you get as a entrenched broadcaster mm-hmm. can be very helpful. And now that is information that is available to Brad Stevens and Joe Missoula and the Boston Celtics. I think that's valuable. Do you think there is any chance if Missoula trips over himself? That Wait, they I thought do- that was Sam Cassell. Okay, but I'm asking about, I didn't know Van Gundy was in the equation until yesterday. Oh, now Sam Cassell, who came here to be the coach in waiting, is like, hey, what's this guy doing here? Well, like, I feel like it's just kind of odd. Now, maybe it's because he's available now. they together now. in Houston? Uh, who, Van Gundy and Cassell? Uh, no, 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 no. No, Cassell, uh, he was with, like, I want to say Yao Ming, Steve Francis, like okay. those teams. Maybe okay. T-Mac. Like, I think it was those guys. Uh, Cassell was with 
uh, like Rudy Tomjanovich okay. and like Hakeem. Yeah. I was just trying to tie together loose ends. Didn't know if there was a little conspiracy theory I here. I don't believe so. I do think Sam Cassell would probably be the next man up. They also have Charles Lee on the staff. But Jeff Ingun. Char. Okay. Jeff Ingunny, though, sort of an odd hire. Like, I just wonder what his role is going to be. I didn't Why? Know. Isn't he a consult? Like, he's available. He got yeah. canned by ESPN. He was part of their layoffs. So maybe that's just what it is. Like, he's, he's available. available. Basketball mind, he's available. You pay him. I don't even know what the going rate is for a senior consultant in the yeah. NBA. I don't know if it's a million dollars a year. I don't know if it's two million a year, 500000 You have a timesheet, and we pay you by the hour. I don't know how this works. I'm just, I have a hard time figuring out with, between Brad Stevens and Wick Grosbeck, like, some of the roster moves they made seem like they really, truly back Joe Missoula. Yeah. But then some of these other moves are like, we can't screw this up and we can't allow him to screw this up. Because last year, I know the circumstances were crazy and the timing was tough. But M.A. Odoka's gone. They promote Missoula. And then there was no veteran coaches anywhere to be found right. in the whole organization. You're like, what are we doing? Even as the season goes on, Damon Stoudemire leaves and you don't replace him. And you're like... You have all these like guys that are in way over their heads in their current roles, and then they say, "All right, we're keeping Missoula, but we're getting like two longtime assistants, and we're getting this guy who's been in the NBA for like fifty years to come in and be a senior consultant." So, on the one hand, they're showing you like great confidence in him. Then on the other hand, they're like, "Well, as soon as this goes bad, we got a guy." Well, more than one and yeah, different right, roles. Right, right. You like if if we were looking at this, and let's just say it goes bad. Nobody wants it to go bad. I'm not even saying I think no, it's going to go no, bad. No, no. I could see Van Gundy as an interim coach, and then you could even say Sam Cassell is the coach the following year. Like, Van Gundy legitimately is just an interim coach, doesn't really want to coach full-time, not looking for the long haul kind of thing. Yeah, there's no doubt there is more of a safety net Yeah, if you're the Celtics, which if you're Missoula is, like, someone over your shoulder. Like, well, there's this, somebody there. Oh, yeah, there's, like, three people there. This kind of reminds me of a way, and it's kind of funny how it's all, like, intersected. So Jeff Van Gundy is a Pat Riley guy. Right, like going back to like the days with the Knicks and stuff. But then when Pat Riley went to the Heat, he was the head coach for the Heat for a long time. Like those Alonzo, Tim, uh, Tim Hardaway, Alonzo Morning teams, and they were they were good. They didn't win. And then he stepped. He went upstairs. Jeff's brother Stan Van Gundy comes in and coaches for a couple seasons. A little bit of a hiccup the year they had D Wade and Shaq. So yep. Pat Riley's like, I got it. He steps in mid season and they win the title. And then he coached for like two more years and then handed off the Spolster and he's been there ever since. But it's just kind of crazy how Riley was looking at it, and I, it's kind of be so weird for their whole relationship where Jeff's like, Stan could have won the title that year. He could have just left Stan as the coach. But Pat Riley's like, no, we're not going to take the chance, and he stepped in and did it. So right. it's not his decision to make. Like It would be a Brad Stevens decision to make, but you just got all these guys here that, I don't know, you're putting pressure on Missoula. And, and don't get me wrong, I think it's the right move. I wouldn't want another year of Missoula and all these, like, second and third-year coaches. Right. I think they do need to do this, but I am curious how Missoula responds going this season. Can I ask a question that maybe I should know the answer to, but I don't? Um, Is this a Brad Stevens hire, or is this an ownership hire? Oh, Van Gundy? Yeah. Because consultants can consult on any level, right? Like, you could – Bill Belichick could hire a consultant, or right now – Robert Kraft could hire a consultant and say, True. look at my organization. Tell yeah. me how my how you think my entire organization below me is being run. Mm-hmm. And I, I do wonder, because Brad Stevens has been, is this year two? How, how is, Yeah. The second full season? No, uh, the third one. Or he's starting the third season. I so he's two years into so his So he's role. had two years of this. But yeah. I mean, he's relatively green to his role. Ah. And, 
See what I did there? Uh, and that's where I go with a guy like Van Gundy mm-hmm. has observed organizations, has talked to GMs, has, you know, like we think of him as a coach, but he's obviously been around the NBA now in his media role, just collecting information, talking to people. And I, that's where I kind of wonder who hired him. That's a good question. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one where Brad and Wick, like, both thought it would benefit them, and they were sure. like, "Let's let's let's bring this guy in, like, because because why not?" Does Joe, think of it that way. Uh, Joe should be happy that he still has the job, like wow. based on how things went Ouch last year. Bit. I wouldn't have brought Joe back. He was within minutes of going to the finals. He was, yeah, he was. I'm just saying, lost to an eight seed, yep. and it was, and you barely got through the round before that. It was kind of tough sledding there come playoff time. The the timeouts, the the not playing certain guys at certain times. Like I thought he struggled a lot last year. He did. But they clearly supported him. He was it. But you started it earlier. You said tough spot. Weird spot. Definitely a tough spot. Really weird spot. And he probably went as far as you could expect in that tough spot. Like I know in the uh, yeah. Disney version they win the title and it's like, <laughs> like hey, what but this guy. is the real world. It usually but doesn't go. It that was way. so crazy how the season went because they didn't really have much adversity despite how the the year started off the court. Right. They were cruising. Oh, and I think that was the worst thing that happened. Yeah, there was no adversity. He's, he's they, coaching. Were they 21 and 3 or 20? Something insane. 21 and some single digit number. And then he's coaching the All Star game. Then they removed the interim tag. And at that moment, they sucked right. for like a month straight. And then they went to the playoffs and got as far as they did. They still overall underachieved. And then they bring him back. And you're like, all right. But they changed the roster. So clearly, Brad was like, we're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make major roster we're changes. We're not going to play again. any defense anymore. Now no. we're. I guess Drew. That's Holiday. not true. Yeah, Drew Holiday, Derek White's going to play plenty yeah. of defense. The guards but are going to definitely tough are going to shoot threes. Oh yeah, because that's what he wants. Yep, they're gonna definitely going to tape their mouth shut when they sleep. Mm, which I guess kind of has worked to this point. Joe Mazzulla, young head alive. coach, he's doing pretty, he's doing pretty well. <laughs> he obviously must like what he's doing there. But no, I mean that this team is supposed to be one of the best teams in the uh, in the NBA by far. Oh, we didn't look. Did you lose your bet? I don't know. Uh, uh, Raba twenty three eighty three says I won my bet. Oh, all right. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Cause let's go to the, the... Win, a, win a chicken dinner. I better not be trolling me and tell me the wrong thing so I celebrate and then I'm actually wrong. Uh, let's see. First batter of the game. First pitch. Ball. I believe it was a ball. Like I just said I won my bet. All right. Well, no, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'll double check in the break. But because uh, you, you just said stri- first pitch strike. Yeah. In Called the uh, Phillies or... snakes game. And it was a ball. Well, I'll that double check. Sucks. I believe <laughs> just ruined my sucks. night. Well, sorry, but guess what's going to turn your whole night around? Going home, Tier Tuesday. Oh, I do like it's Tier Tuesday. Tuesday, and we're going to do NFL head coaches. There's thirty-two of them. There are. We're going to tear them all. They all belong. Tear them to shreds. Certain... Sure. Uh, you can jump aboard. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Also, you he can... says it was a foul ball. The first pitch of the game. All right. Let, all right, let me do this right now. Roba 2383, I trust, with my life. With your life? No. All right, well, maybe he's right. Let's see. It's Roba and Devin McCourty. Yes. <laughs> They're gonna run, he's got a job in my organization under <laughs> Devin. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at first pitch ball. He says foul ball. <laughs> no, ball. He says foul ball. Uh, okay. I'm just telling you what I see on the uh, box score here on the play-by-play. He's a stand-up guy or woman or gal. Ooh, or... Roba twenty-three eighty-three. Yeah, he would not do that to me. All right, well, tune in after the the break, and we'll let you know if Hart won the bet or not. All right, we'll get to the bottom of this. But right now, here's Stiz with what's trending. 
The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Here's what's trending now. The Bruins continue to get ready for their first road trip out west. Coach Jim Montgomery shuffled the lines to have Matthew Potra centered, centering Brad Marchand and Morgan Geeky, while Jake DeBrusque joined Pavel Zaka and David Pasternak. The Bees are 2-0 but are working on the offense ahead of their Thursday night game against the Sharks. The Celtics have their second-to-last preseason game tonight. They hosted the Knicks. Tip-off was at 7.30. Regular season Celtics basketball begins just one week from tomorrow. Can you believe that? And right now, with about eight minutes left in the second quarter, the Celtics are up 55-37. to The Patriots were back on the practice field earlier today. They continue to get ready for Bills Mafia to come into town on Sunday. Quite a few players were not spotted on the field. Those players include Juju Smith-Schuster, Ramondre Stevenson, Trent Brown, Hunter Henry, Jonathan Jones, Devon Godchow, Josh Uche, and Keon White. Pop Douglas was back after missing all of last week, and Jack Jones was back on the field for the first time since August. And the Cowboys beat the Chargers last night during Monday Night Football 20-17. The Cowboys now 4-2. And the charges drop to two and three. I'm Stids. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Risk Keith Show, including Care Tuesday, coming up. It's the Rich Keith Show on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. It's just one of those days. Good new metal rejoins here. Not an EW, that'd be NU metal. Probably the best genre of uh, music, I would say, Stiz. I like it. Yeah. Best is subjective, of yeah. course. Yeah. Whoa. Be my favorite, though. Uh, all right, Who's this? This is Limp Bizkit. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what? Yeah. New metal? Yeah, they called it new metal. It's sort of like rap rock or whatever you wanted to call it in the, uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Was, good stuff. That was my music uh, era kind of. Oh, of course. Because they had the little feud with Eminem and like, right? Remember yeah, that's right. right. Fred Durst with Christina yeah. Aguilera yeah. and that whole like weird whatever that was. I think overall those guys were all right together, right? I feel, Eminem had like a million feuds back then. I feel like Fred Durst was like, they didn't hate each other, right? Or did they? I think for a little bit it okay. was. It was kind of, but they're certainly over it now. I've seen interviews with both of them speaking on it, and it's water under the bridge. So Eminem also got in a big feud with uh, the Insane Clown Posse. Yes. And this one to me was crazy because I actually liked Insane Clown Posse. I was a, a juggalo. Okay. I wouldn't do the face paint, but anyway. As singers or wrestlers? Uh, well, they were both. No, I know. Well, Which they were rappers. You... Oh, I like the rap better. Like okay. eighth grade. Uh, the musical aspect yeah, 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 of it, yeah, no, not I, the wrestling. I love those guys. They were, they were great. But... They had a, or Eminem, like, hated them. And on a bunch of his albums, he was, like, attacking Insane Clown Posse. And most people are probably like, who is he even talking about? And the thing was crazy because Eminem, when he was coming up through Detroit, he put up these, like, posters about, like, a show that he was going, like, that, like for his own show. And on the poster, he wrote, like, Insane Clown Posse will be there. But he didn't tell Insane Clown Posse or even ask them. He just, right. like, put it out there that they were going to be there. So it was, like, false So they predated him? Yes. Yeah, they were more... I he mean, was using them yes, to get people correct. to his show. Well, right. And then he, like, soared past them, obviously. But, like, they had such a niche and cult following in that area. And so it was people showed up thinking that Insane was, Clown Posse was going to be there. Then they were mad at them for not being there. Like, we never agreed to be there. So then they got mad at Eminem. And then Eminem, like, took it to the next level. was like, oh, screw you guys. You're like, well, they were kind of in the right. They got played. Yeah. But then he's had a million other ones, too, where... Oh, yeah. Everlast. He did not get along with Everlast. 
I feel like at some point he's pretty much not getting along with everybody. Yeah. Well, it's, happy birthday to the GOAT today, Marshall is. Mathers. Really? Eminem's yeah, birthday. That's right. Did not know that. He's, How old is he? He's been tweeting about the... Um, 57 now. Yeah, it might be. 51. 51 is close. I figure he's in his 50s. He was at the Lions game a couple weeks ago. That's right, with Haley. Yeah, it's a good... The Lions, good squad. Good squad. But anyway, so that's that. Uh, it is tier what Tuesday. was that? Actually? It is tier Tuesday. That's what that was. I don't know. I hear like I like those kind of songs. I immediately get like sucked right back to nineteen ninety eight or like two thousand one. Yeah. Like right there. See, that was pre country music, Andy. Good. That's I would have liked that, Andy. That was Eminem and yep. like pop music and new rock. Apparently, <laughs> new metal. New metal. New sorry. metal. Yeah, yeah. New yeah, metal. I liked pop music too. We did this on my boat one day. We were out just on the boat and we were playing around with like finding songs from the nineties that I loved and my kids were just in tears. They're like, like what is this? Terrible stuff that there I was... is a Although lot of a lot crap. of it has come back. Has it? Yeah. Really? There's there's like uh, a definitely a rekindling of some mm-hmm. popular nineties music with young kids. Probably it probably actually it probably stems from social media. It's true. probably like in a TikTok and then they're like, uh, Oh, this true. is good and when do really baggy shorts come back? Because that's where I'm at. That's yeah. that's my wheelhouse. Well, cargos are still cool. No. Yeah. No. James Harden wore them last year. That was my <laughs> sign that they were cool. If an <laughs> yeah. NBA player wears you them. You see the stuff Travis cool. Kelsey's wearing? Now, he's obviously doing pretty well. Travis Kelsey is yeah. now with Taylor Swift and they're Is they're, he? Well, I think it's kind of fake, but they're seems really, fake. They're kinda of landing on pretty thick though, so it's like even if it's fake, you're spending a ton of time together. Sure. So like So right. is it gonna be one of those things that's actually fake and then they spend so much time together, they fall in love, they get married, have kids. They work themselves into a shoot yep. is what they would call it yep. in wrestling. So yep. that starts out as a work and then suddenly you're yeah. right. They're they're but there's all these like images of him with her and he's he dress like I dress poorly. I understand that. But the stuff he's wearing, I'm like, I don't even know where you get it from. He looks outrageous. Yeah, but if I feel like, so right now you're yep. with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You're considered, some people think you're the greatest tight end of all time. Those some, people are stupid. Not us. But yeah. you're you're riding high. Yep. Your brother, your mother, yep. the ads. He's in a million ads now. A all million? of a sudden he's become the Peyton Manning where yeah. every ad he's has like Kelsey. 10 ads. Yep. And I got to be honest, does a pretty good job. I don't his people, ads are pretty good. People gave me a hard time when I thought his uh, SNL. Not his COVID ad. Yeah. MAGA Heart's going <laughs> to chime in there. How dare you? Keep your political stances to yourself, Kelsey. <laughs> but his uh, SNL monologue I thought was actually pretty good. People are like, oh, it's not. I'm like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. He's more entertaining than Gunk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's way he's more much more capable yes. yeah. of reading a script or yeah. like acting than Gronk ever was. But he's with Taylor Swift, but I just think he dresses like it's crazy. That he's like, yeah, but who are you to judge? He's yeah. a star right now, okay. and I feel like he's in that place where I, you wear something and see if you can make it cool. I, so if that's what you want to do, then so be it. A lot, oh, of, NBA, a lot of NBA guys do it. Where I mean, you're look like, at his sweatshirt. If you, Mine or yours? Mine. Oh, yeah. Some guy was like, I just want salmon every time I look at Andy. It is a salmon-colored sweatshirt. I have no What's problem with salmon. No, I think, wear what you want, but like the stuff that he's wearing, I, mean, I thought it was a little, little strange. Who are you to judge? I am nobody. If we I'm started there, we should end there. Merely, Who are you to judge about fashion? Merely a man with my own radio program. And so on Tuesdays, it's hurtful. we tier That's different things, and we are going to... Tier NFL head coaches. Yeah, let's go. All right, so do you have any tier names? Then we can lump some coaches the in The outhouse. There. Bill Belichick. Oh, so to find the outhouse, just coaches you know that are going to be fired soon? You go from the penthouse to the outhouse. Yeah. So when you're on the top of the game, you're in the penthouse. Then you go to the outhouse. But it's also appropriate in that it would be the place from where you leave because you're the outhouse. You're out. You're outhouse. out of a job. Outhouse. It's also where you crap. Out. Right. Got it. All right. Who else would go into the outhouse? So I would say probably the guy in Chicago. Uh, Matt Eberflus. Eberflus. Yeah, probably Eberflus. 
It's not going great. No. It's not, it's not going great no. for Eberflus. I mean, there were rumors that his uh, organization was raided by the FBI. <laughs> not good. Now, I thought Todd Bowles would be there, but then again, no, the Bucks not. are doing okay. No, I think, they're, I think they're doing okay. What about Josh McDaniels? I mean, the, five and three. I know they're three and three. Got a little winning streak going. They've won two in a row, right? Uh, I feel like they have, but don't don't quote me on it. Uh, line? <laughs> They've definitely won one. Yeah, but I mean, they're three and three, so maybe not. Maybe you don't put them in there. Who else we got in the uh, outhouse? Oh, Staley? Brandon yeah. Staley? Yeah. Like, come on. He's go. beyond the outhouse. But here's the problem. Like, so are you He's saying- in the hole you buried and then moved the outhouse. Here's the issue, though. If you have outhouse as the bottom tier, yeah. do you think Bill Belichick's one of the worst coaches in the league? I do. Okay. Do you watch? No. When did they play? I think he bungled <laughs> the emergency quarterback rule on Sunday. You could argue that he broke his quarterback and has manipulated him in the worst possible way over the last two years. <sighs> no, he, he hired a defensive coach to yeah. run his offense. Yeah. They have um, they start games with penalties. You know how most teams script plays that are really going to work and really like catch the other team two off penalties. guard? You know what they won't Negative get? Negative plays. Yeah. False start. All right, it's going poorly. So he's in the he outhouse. a terrible coach. No, he is. He's been I mean, uh, what's the top tier? Was that penthouse just because we're doing the outhouse thing? Or no, do you want to call it no, else? no, that is not how you do this. Kings of the castle. Uh, the great stuff, or whatever you were going to put in everybody's orifice. Excuse me? You started the show with orifice talk, and I'm just bringing it back. Oh, um, <laughs> Shimes Potatoes on the Twitch chat says, not great stuff. That would also be the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> either, either or. Um, how about... Top of the tier. What? No, I'm asking you. I'm, I'm just... For the people. I got to keep talking. We can't just stop talking. No, I know just... how radio works. We don't have uh, dead sure air. That? I'm sure very that? sure. Everest. Everest? Yeah. Isn't K2 actually taller? Yeah, but no one talks about K2. They talk they about Everest. Used to talk. K2 had some good buzz a while ago. No, and Everest then I think Mount Everest got taller. Yeah. What? Yeah. It got taller? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to get some oh, advice. Oh, read a book. <laughs> like, yeah. How do mountains get taller? Didn't it? Or did K2 get smaller? I could see that, I guess, oh, yeah. settling into the earth a little bit. Mount Everest? Y- you don't have to go with it if you don't like it. Uh, well, well, for the sake of time, we need to throw something <laughs> in there. So Mount Everest is the top. <laughs> Who are the best coaches Andy Reed. currently in the, in the Andy NFL? Reed. I would agree with you on Andy Reid. It's probably too early for Mike McDaniel. Why? I like him quite a right, bit. This is a right now. This is a right now. Good point. Bill Belichick, if this you take the totality of his career, is not in the outhouse. Hell yeah. But right now, he's in the outhouse. Hell yeah. This is why Isn't we that how here. we do this? This is exactly how why we do this. Why do I have this? to yell at you to get this it right? This is how we do it. No. Shanahan? Don't. Um. Oh. Sure. I mean, I don't love Shanahan. I don't love him either. So what would the tier below Mount Everest be? That's... Um, K2. <laughs> base camp. <laughs> Base camp? Is that what's at the beginning of Mount Everest before you climb Everest? Oh, base could camp. Be, could be base camp. You don't like that. Uh, I don't love it, no. Second fiddle. Mm. Two junior consultants. <laughs> Since you wondered. I what like, yeah, junior consultants. See, that's an inside one. you got to pay attention to the show sometimes to get these. Yeah, I mean, I, we encourage you to listen to the entire program. And if you miss though. something, yeah. check out the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. Thank you very much. Junior consultant would be... That would be Shanahan. Yep. That would be... Sean McVay. Sirianni. Ooh, Sirianni. Yep. That would be... McVay? Sean McDermott? Yeah, oh yeah, I would put McDermott there. Maybe even a little bit lower, but... Yeah, he's there and whatever the next yeah. one is. John Harbaugh? 
Um, I like Harbaugh is an interesting. See, to me, I don't know what category they're in. Okay, but Harbaugh and Tomlin are paired up. Should that be its own tier? I feel like it. Like, uh, yeah, because they both have Super Bowls. They've both been there super long. Marv Levy. Marv Levy never won a Super Bowl, though. Yeah, but I feel like he was always good. But always never really great. good. Yeah. Who's, uh, give me Dan another Reeves. coach who was always. Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves. Because he didn't win the Super Bowl, right? He didn't win it either, though. Yeah. So, so we'll Dan go- Reeves. All right. Great coach. But never like was consistently good. Did it with multiple teams, even. But he didn't win the Super Bowl. But these guys have won the Super Bowl. Oh well, what was your point then? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Where are you going with that? <laughs> Where are you going? Well, I'm saying like they're veteran guys, and they've been uh, like they're the longest tenured outside of Belichick. Like those two have just they're always there. They're always pretty good. But Springsteen. Springsteen. Yeah. All right. Why Springsteen? Well, it doesn't exactly work, but remember when we learned that he doesn't have a number one hit? Like, he's really good for a long time. People think he's great, and then you're like, he's really not that great. Uh, some people love he's him, popu- Some people love yeah. these guys. All right, so Springsteen? Why not? All right, fine. So that's Tomlin. That is... Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Pete Carroll. He's got a Super Bowl, too. So all these guys do. That's why I'm putting them together. Maybe we need to change Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, I would say but they're not uh, one-hit wonders. No, they're, they're not good coaches. No, they're not old, reliable. So they only got over the hump once, right? So like, so they're not like the Charles Barkley, never won. No, but they're not the multi-time, well-established Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. One title. Mm-hmm. Good for really great career. Yeah. One title. Kevin Garnett. I like it. All right. KG. Look at that. Anybody else? Uh, Todd Bowles? No, no. Actually, he wasn't So what are we doing with Sean Payton? Because he's got a title. Oh, I don't like Sean New Payton. New home. Yeah. Overrated. Overrated? Yeah. Let's just do overrated. Swift. I think she's the most overrated person on the planet. Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. We're going to get it. We're going to get letters. Swifties. We're going to get. Call this one Swifties. <laughs> Great. Overrated coaches. All right. Overrated coaches. We would have. Can I put. Can I. I would promote this person. Matt LaFleur. He started his career with, like, what, two or three straight 13-3 and three seasons, and I think he's not very good. All right. I have no problem with that. I'd put him there as a, uh, a Swifty okay. as well. Where's Dan Campbell going? Oh, my God. Where do we put Dan Campbell? Um, there probably needs to be one above Swifty, below Garnett. I'm going to steal this from somebody, from okay. Dan Campbell. Um, flex tape. <laughs> you don't think it's going to work, but you get suckered into it, and you're like, son of a bitch, it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good one, actually, for Campbell. All right. Or Flex Seal or whatever Fle- you Yeah, it. no, I know what you're talking about. And he's, like, over the top. That's an infomercial. Those are over the top. I like that. D'Amico Ryans go there? No, D'Amico it's Ryans working. is, yeah, but I, I didn't no. necessarily think it was not going to work with D'Amico Ryans. All right. He is more, um, he's, like, new age. He's, he's. Yeah. We still have a bunch. Wait, so where did we end up putting Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton? So two other guys that have won Super Bowls, but I wouldn't put them in yeah, the Kevin Garnett. Yeah, they're below. Garnett. No, yeah. yeah, they're below. Are they Swifties? They the are. Um, they're, see, they didn't win multiples because no, otherwise, otherwise I'd call them Robert Ory. No, they each won one title. Yeah. I, I would think you could put them in Swifties for now. Put them with LaFleur. One Durs. One Durs? O N E dash D U R R S. All right. Like, duh. <laughs> Get it? Uh, they have one title, but yep. they're durs. I got it. One durs. Are you sure? I just want to make sure I want to. Clarify I got it. it. But this is, 
All right, but I have a hard time putting Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy above Belichick. Why? Because those guys also stink. Yeah, but they're winning. Are the Broncos well, winning? No. No, they're not. McCarthy's <laughs> They're not all winning. All right, where do you put? But they're not out. All right, so right like, now. Sean Payton's not out. He won't be out. No, 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 no. So, so he's not in the outhouse. So if you're if you're tuning in late and you're like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> Tier Tuesday, Mount Everest is the obviously the top. Then Junior Consultant. Then Kevin Garnett. Then Flex Tape. Swifties. Wonders and Outhouse. Wonders is my favorite. That's what we're working with right now. <laughs> all right. So the problem is some of these other guys, I don't even know if they. Well, all right. What, what about Mike Rabel? Does Mike Rabel deserve to be in any of these? Oh, he is. Solid. I know. <laughs> solid? Is that what you said? <laughs> That's not even a tier right now. Oh, man. Yeah, some of these guys, I'm not. I'm not sure. Would you put Doug Peterson in flex tape? Kind of working, yeah. Sure, flex tape him. Yeah, put him I up like there. It. Good job. Yeah, thank you. I didn't think he was going to win a title. And he won a freaking title. Sort so. of middle of the yeah, it's middle it's of the flex pack. tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although he could trend toward wonder, <laughs> wonder. What about like Brian Dayball? Oh, I know it's hard to say. Well, some er, of these guys are so early, it's kind of hard yeah. to tell. Yeah, hit or miss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because we still have Dayball, we still have Rabel, still have Kevin O'Connell. Zachary Taylor, uh, all the new guys. Stefanski's on this list still. Ron Rivera's probably be outhouse. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, like let's see you later. I, there was something happened when I was watching his game the other night. He looked lost. On well, the, the whole thing last year when he didn't understand the tiebreakers. Oh, yeah. This was playoffs. another like, version was, of that yeah, in game. Yeah, like he didn't know a rule or something. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's asleep at the wheel. That's he's it. definitely an outhouse. Frank Reich, I think, is outhouse. But he just got I, there. I know, but like if you have he to also put him in just gave up play calling, right? Like, doesn't it usually go the other way? What's just above outhouse? Uh, Wonders. Okay. And then Swifties. Anybody else overrated to you that would even be in the Swifties category? Overrated coaches. Yeah, I don't know. Robert Sala? Yeah, I'll put him there. I'll put him up there. He embarrasses himself, too, by talking about <laughs> embarrassing quarterbacks. Like, oh what are we doing? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Somebody who keeps track of receipts is going to make a comment like that? Like, yes, he does. do it? Yes, he does. Yeah, terrible. Get rid of him. All right, so... Oh, we never put McDaniels in one. Josh McDaniels to oh, me. Oh, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Where do we have Mike McDaniels? Top. Okay. Good. Top of the top of the heap. Josh McDaniels to me is closer to outhouse. I know he's three and three, but I mean he just beat the Patriots. Everybody's beating the Patriots yeah. right now. Like I don't think his future is super bright down no, there. No, 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 no. Eclipse. No, I'm putting him in outhouse. Okay. Uh, what about... So he's one of the worst coaches in football right now. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I do. I think so. Your boy Tony Romo didn't. He was talking on the broadcast how good Josh is. I know, but they have Devontae Adams. They have uh, Jacoby Myers. They, they talent, have Josh yeah. Jacobs. They have a good quarterback, and they have one of the worst offenses in the league. And they have Hunter Renfro, who I thought was going to catch they don't even 140 use balls. They don't even use them. Available. Okay, you convinced me. Uh, Kevin Stefanski with the Browns. Oh, outhouse. Yeah. Outhouse. Yeah, see you later. Uh, Dennis Allen with the Saints. Like, who, like some of these guys, it's like who cares? who cares? There should be like another category. Okay, so do you want where you make or, the rules? Where should that category be? Just above outhouse or just above wonders? Just above wonders. Okay, and we'll just call that one. <laughs> and this is just who? This is this is yeah. Like okay, who? And then that could be well. Some of these guys are new, right? Would you put Gan in there with Arizona? Who? Yeah, like who? Uh, Arthur Smith. Who? Okay. Uh, Zachary Taylor. 
Or actually, the Bengals have actually won a little bit of something. Yeah, no. Would he be flex tape? No, because he's got some of that new ageness to him. Okay. All right. He is. But he's not as good as like the junior consultants. I wouldn't put him way up there. No. Where do we have McVay? McVay right now is in junior consultant with Shanahan, with Sirianni, and with McDermott. Can we make them pretty good because they're pretty boys and they're kind of good? Oh, junior consultant is now pretty boy? Pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Pretty with the emphasis on pretty. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. See what I did there? I like it. Not pretty good. Nope. Oh, pretty good. Although that could that, <laughs> that's next week. We'll do that one next week. So what do we got? All right. So we have Mount Everest, pretty good, Kevin Garnett, Flex Tape, Swifties, who wonders an outhouse, and we still have like eight coaches to go. All right. So give me a coach. I'll put him in a category. All right. Mike Vrabel. Uh, he's not a pretty good. He's what was our vanilla category? Flex tape. Swift. No, because I thought it would work. No. Overrated. We don't really have over. Oh, Swifties is overrated. Is Variable getting there? A little bit, maybe a little. Yeah. All right. What's below overrated? Wonders. Well, then there's also who? Like who cares? But Variable's not that. No, he's not. Who cares? So let's put him in Swifties. All right, we'll it's put controversial. Him in Swifties call. It is Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings. Pretty good. No, he had he won thirteen games last year. Yeah, they suck this oh, year. They do though. suck this they year, and they do have year. weapons. Yeah. So he is. What's above wonders? Who? Yeah, give him a who. All right, all right. I mean, I could coach that team. Uh, who's the guy with the Colts? Spike Spike Man. Spike that Man. Said? That's a who. That's a definite who. D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, I kind of like him. Pretty good. All the way up there? He's a good-looking fella. All right, pretty good. And they're uh, kind of like... Todd Bowles? Turned a corner. Uh, who? Okay. He's not outhouse. Brian Dayball? Brian, like, he is... Tough. He's a tough Playoffs, one. and then they're Debacle. trash. They not, not are... Is he flex tape? Would you put him up that high? Or no, just because... I mean, it's bad this year. Yeah, you can't put him up that high. No. That's more of a successful category. So is he Swifty? Is he, is he overrated? overrated? Yeah, Swifty. Yeah, maybe right now Because he he's got that right. Mangini thing. Because he had early success yep. in New York, so you immediately think he's good, and he's not. Dennis Allen, Sorry. I would say, is a who. Yeah, definitely a who. Uh, Frank Reich, I think it's closer to outhouse. I, I know put him he, in outhouse. Yeah, I know he's he an outhouse guy. Yeah. He just gave up play calling yeah, and he's an yeah. offensive coach. That's a bad sign. And then Zachary Taylor with the Bengals is the last one we don't have in a category. Is he pretty good? I mean, the Bengals have yeah, been pretty, pretty good since good. he got there. He's a good looking guy. All right, guy. so there you go. We will tweet this out and put it out on uh, Instagram. <sighs> I felt rushed. Chief show. It did feel rushed. We 32 teams. Yeah, you screwed around too much early. We spent too much time talking about Eminem feuds. That's my fault. That's it your fault. fault. Your show. You said it uh, earlier. I don't, I'm just here to make you happy, That's sir. True. It's the Rich Keefe Show, Tuesdays and Thursdays with Andy Hart, Mondays and Wednesdays with Fitzy, Fridays, me and Stiz. <laughs> uh, you can join us, 617-779-7937. We also have a uh, Creature Feature Kiefer Madness coming up next here on WEEI. It's time for Kiefer Madness. Kiefer Madness. Richard Keefe, I think it is. Rich Keefe. Who is that? How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joshua Adams. Uh, what now? It's Kiefer Madness. Where's where, Keefe? Where is he? Where's Keefe? Where is Keefe? Hey, Keefe, you're a dude. I was doing Junko Inoshima from Danganronpa. I'm a firm believer in UFOs and Sasquatch. That's funny. Yo, Kiefer Madness is so hit or miss. Keefe's a nice guy. Keefe's a nice guy. Okay. Kiefer Madness? It's Kiefer Madness on WEEI. I bring it.
How are you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joshua Adams. I'm CEO and founder of Cosplayer Nation. We did a documentary all about cosplaying across America from Maine to Seattle to Hawaii, Puerto Rico. We've won three awards. Um, we're practically compass to the cosplay community, as well as we interviewed the guy who coined the phrase cosplay from the 80s, Tokunishi Takahashi. All right, here we go. It is time for Kiefer Madness on the Rich Keefe Show. Andy Hart is here on this Tuesday night, full tanger tonight, going up until 10 o'clock on WEEI. And uh, it is a creature feature, Kiefer Madness. And uh, if you're driving right now, don't worry about it. But when you get an opportunity, head on over to Twitter at Rich Keefe Show and uh, posted a couple of pictures. So, Hart, you've already seen this story. Sometimes these are brand new to you. Sometimes yeah. uh, you are aware of it. It was making the rounds a little bit uh, yesterday. Yep. We didn't have time for the madness yesterday, so we're doing it today. And we actually have a, a great news story to discuss it. So uh, a news station picked up this story. From the, Down Under? Unfortunately, this, oh, the news story is not. an accent. I know. There's no accent. Because the topic yes. requires the accent. It kind of does. But these two ladies, I feel like, do a pretty nice job. of. Okay. Uh, just uh, made that sound creepy, but let's just keep how going. How is that creepy? So, by the let the record show. The guy who was talking about a serial killer idea. An orifice. An orifice killer. He's telling me I'm creepy because I, ta- I called uh, two women ladies. Anyway, you said it a weird way. I did not. But yes, we're talking about the, the, the kangaroo story if you haven't seen it yet. You do got to see this. Yeah. <laughs> a down Excuse under me. beat down between a man and a kangaroo. That's right. Down under. Put another shrimp on the bobby. Kangaroo have boxing gloves on would be the first thing I'd think of had I not seen the video. A lot of kangaroos in pop culture do have boxing gloves on, and you can see why in this video. I'd also like them all to be drug tested. The kangaroos? All of them. You think they're roided anytime up? anytime there's one of these stories, they got like bulging biceps this with like is veins. Of, yeah. Hey, where's, what's that? That's how kangaroos... They're strong. Yeah, they're strong animals. There's a lot of animals that are strong. Kangaroos are strong. It's not how kanga and roo look in poo. Uh, well, that was maybe not correct. Maybe they didn't do a great job of looking into the real details. You can't oh. make those things up. Yes, and this room <laughs> looked like Rocky Balboa. Seriously. You gotta check this out. Oh, my goodness. Hey. So there's a TikTok video. Look at my dog. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> so they're into it. Down so goes Frazier. So basically, it's like a little bit of like a river, right? I would yeah. call it like a river shallow or water. water shallow of some water. Sort. Yes. And there was a guy running. They're going to describe it in a second. But there's a guy running with his dog, and he kind of loses sight of his dog. He looks back in, and he looks into the water, and he's like, what is that? There's a giant jacked kangaroo. Holding his dog under the water. And in a style that I, at first I wondered if there was some weirdness well, going on. It looked like it could be. That's why you have these kangaroo dogs. What? That's a thing. There's kangaroo dogs? Yeah. I don't think there are. Oh, yeah. Give it a bing, buddy. <laughs> I don't even know how to bing. Give it a bing. Bing.com. It's a good search engine. It's not. But, uh, no, it did not win. That <laughs> didn't catch all at all. But it's like holding this thing under the water. It's behind the dog. And the dog definitely has a, like, uh... I'm in trouble. Can you help me? I, I need help here. <laughs> I'm in trouble. I need assistance. Like, I, maybe I'm this reading kid. too much into the facial expression of the dog. No, you're like, right. Uh, boss man, yeah. I am porked. Can you help me? It's terrifying. It looks like something out of a horror movie. Does I it show- have claws, too? 
Oh, yeah. It looks like it has, like, very sharp Yeah, claws. no, they're dangerous creatures. And they're mean. They're mean-spirited. This has come about, I w- you lived, know this. like, the first yeah. three decades of my life not knowing kangaroo kangaroos were killers. Uh, yeah, they're mean creatures. Now, we don't really run into kangaroos a lot. They're on the different side of the world Never. than we are. But, uh, that is a man fighting a kangaroo indeed, people. He says that, the man says that kangaroo was actually holding his dog it hostage. Was. Did you see it was holding yeah. his dog? So, Mick Maloney <sighs> was stretching near the River. Who? Mitt Baloney. <laughs> Sounds as fake as any name. <laughs> Mitt Baloney. There's around. no chance that's his name. Nah, no chance. And he says he noticed his dog was gone, but he saw this very jacked kangaroo staring him down. <laughs> then his dog came up from the water. So he did what any dog owner would do. <laughs> he took a swing, got knocked in return, and his camera fell in the water. Unreal. Mick said the root was strong. He's strong. He's jacked out of his mind. Now, part of it is he's wet. And so I think it pushed his fur. No, like, so when my dog, my dog is really furry. And then when he goes in the water, all of a sudden it's like, he's like super skinny. And like, you can see his bones and his muscles and everything else. So the same thing. So the the kangaroo, I don't know if he's having like a little bit of a bath or whatever, but his like fur is like stuck to him. So you can see him, but he is oddly jacked. Yes. He's like, (laughs) remember there was one making the rounds a few years ago? On videos, the, and like, a kangaroo, a jacked yeah. kangaroo. Yeah, they're big. Like, yeah. And they do. They literally do box you. And uh, would you have gone in for your dog? My dog, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. You take a hit for your dog. I would for my dog. I do anything. What for my if dog. the kangaroo drowns you? I went out a hero. Tragedy. I went out a hero. How'd my dog? Did he get out? Why did, did the survive? dog go to the kangaroo in the water? So did he lure him out with snacks and treats? Yeah, like, like hey, I don't know. Pop- did they call him. Well, the dog would have been taking a dip. I know if it was my dog, he'd be probably just paddling along. But how did this happen? Like the owner, think, like it seems like it had to have come about really quickly. I think. Well, the owner was like going for a jog or a run. He had this dog off leash, so he was probably like, "Oh, the dog keeps up with me. Maybe he takes a little dip. Maybe he comes back out." But do kangaroos normally like hang out in the water and well, like lure in creatures? I read and, that somewhere. But what was he gonna do? Eat the dog? Maybe he's I just a serial so. killer. Who's gonna fill it with great stuff? <laughs> Oh, here we go. That's a full circle. <laughs> this is the bad sequel. After the really good first one, but it's like animals. Kangaroos eat uh, mostly grass and other plants. So why was he trying to hold a dog under the water? Well, and- they they swim to avoid predators and use their forepaws to drown pursuers. Oh, so now we're blaming the dog. So you think the dog was victim going shaming? Kangaroo? We're doing victim shaming. The kangaroo here on the is show. like five times the size of the dog. Yeah. Dog looks like an Australian Shepherd. I think, like, well, he was. Like, Border Collie, Australian Shepherd. It's kind of what I have. You just assume because it's a kangaroo, it's an Australian Shepherd. <laughs> no, I think it might have been, though. Did you see the video? Good night, mate. And, but, like, it is, it's legit terrifying. So I showed the video to my wife today. She goes, that looks fake. She's like, that's not what kangaroos it look does like. look fake. I'm like, yeah, I think that's what they are, though. I think cartoon kangaroos look different. We made them no, to look No, but even the real ones nicer. at the zoo and stuff. They're saying a zoo, they're saying a zoo kangaroo though. This, this is a prison wild. kangaroo. <laughs> That's what they say actually. Listen. He says it looked like it just got out of jail or something. <laughs> <laughs> After a few slabs, splashes of water, he got away, got to shore. Hey, his dog is okay too. Thank goodness for that. Hey, don't try it at home, okay? Yes. Makes a mixed martial artist. So no word if he's now offering Rujitsu classes. Uh-huh. Yes. See what you did there. I mean, that's that's, that's where the, the confidence Andy comes yeah, right. because that root looked like he'd been bench pressing I mean, in the yard for years. Oh, I can't even stand that tall. 
She started doing the posture of the kangaroo. See, they did a good job, these two. Yeah, they had fun. They had a good time with the story. A lot of Roo jokes in there. It looks like... The dog some- rude the day he entered the water. It's only a matter of time. I, I joined. They they gave me the incentive to play along. It did look a lot like uh, something out of a horror movie, though, because like if you were looking in like the water and then you pan up and you see this giant jack kangaroo trying to drown your dog, so they just he would drown the dog and then like move on. He's not eating it. No, then it'd probably steal your wallet by looking at that. Thing. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't look right. <laughs> Guy punches. Oh, so somebody just sent me. Uh, another one where a kangaroo was going after a dog and a guy had to run in there and save the dog. Huh. Kangaroos are vicious. They're and, vicious. And how uh, commonplace in the wild are they in Australia? Like, is it run-of-the-mill you see a kangaroo? Like, deer around here? Uh, probably. Yeah. Because that question. would scare the living bejesus out of me. That's That sounds about right. Especially these. I mean, the roo ones that look nice and friendly and soft and cuddly yeah. and pouchy. This one says... There's all yeah. There's like millions. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I might not want to live <laughs> yeah, in Australia. A lot of kangaroos. Yeah. Like so, you just wake up, like go out to your get the mail, and there's a kangaroo. And a kangaroo is like dragging you into the water to drown. Drown your ass. you in the water. Why? Yeah, that's terrifying. Yes. Like who would have thought that? Like, that's so weird. Like that's I didn't a- even know that they swam. No. And let they alone they nice. use they use it as like a, a place to kill you. Like they are nature's sort of yeah. like. I don't oh, it's know. cute. You put the yeah, stuff the jewelry in the front in. sack, and you kind of go from there. Now they're drowning dogs and yeah. lifting weights for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a tremendous amount of upper body strength. And I'm sure they can kick you, too, because they actually have more power in their lower body. Yeah, those are naturally strong. Yeah. Nuts. Anyway, there's the, uh, the kangaroo madness here. Tonight, uh, three hours down, one hour to go, our uh, world-famous... Positive Patriots segment. Let's go. Comes your way next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, W-E-E-I.